I'll keep this one a little shorter just because I'm uh, really fucking high. I've been trying out this new... Well, two things. We'll, t- we'll talk about two things. We'll talk about, right now, reflections on drug use. So, so yeah, so like I was just saying, I'm high right now. I just got these, uh, this new strain of flour from this uh, shop up the street from me. It's, um, I, guess it's, I guess it's two to one ratio CBD to THC flour. And uh, I've tried different CBD, you know, edibles and whatnot. Sometimes some of them work, some of them don't. I found a couple that really are consistent and that I really like. And then this is the first time I've had like flour that is that is like predominantly CBD, let alone two to one. And it's like, yeah, I, d- I definitely noticed that like I don't get the same buzz and kind of haziness that I get from THC because it's it's um it's so it's because it's less a less lower dosage, excuse me. But then the CBD actually keeps me more relaxed and content within that shit because oftentimes it's like you know you get if you're just smoking really good bud or whatever high you know good high thc count uh or dosage then you know you can get in a haze sometimes you can be overstimulated sometimes you can be in a fog but this is like i'm still coherent you know what I'm saying and able to string you know saying my thoughts together in a in a Able, I'm, I'm still able to string my thoughts together to get together. <laughs> well, for the most part, I've been able to string together my thoughts in a very structured way, and move from things move from things um, with a certain sense of fluidity. And I try to uh, I try to maintain that while still you know finding that balance of like okay I, I still want to buzz. So that CBD um, in this case it's it's uh, it's actually working. It's doing what it says it's supposed to do. And yeah, I just feel, you know, really cool. I have a slight buzz and yeah, I like the normal anxiousness and, 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 or overstimulation or being in a haze is just not there. And it's so great. But, um, but just further reflections on drug use and stuff, like just given the, you know, the prevalence of drug culture in the United States and how much money we spend on it because we can, cons- you know, I think it's no, no surprise that we consume the most amount of like, you know, drugs, um, and whatnot. And living in California, you know, like cannabis is, you know, the drug du jour, um, you know, right now people come from all over the world to, to, to get it and it's good and it's expensive and shit, but it, you know, it, it should be and whatnot. Um, but yeah, but just, but just thinking about the progress with drugs, I, I didn't start using anything until I was 19 and I was using cannabis and then I started drinking a few years later and, um, you know, never was really too crazy about drinking. I'm glad I fa- fell in love with cannabis first, because uh, just the the alcohol is just so much more damaging. And then I've uh, you know exper- I've enjoyed you know different pills and whatnot. Whether you're it's your Adderall or your Oxycontin or your Klonopins, you know, or or um, hydrocodone pills and shit like that. I've never drank lean, but I've had those 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 pills. And it is so easy to get addicted to those shits. It just feels so good. And it's like, don't you want to feel good? Who doesn't want to just feel good? You know, um, but it's, it's, it's dangerous because, yeah, it is easy to just kind of get stuck in this loop where you're just completely, you know, as they say, chasing the dragon. You're always looking for that first high. But that first high is never going to happen again. But as far as you being able to enjoy it in, to the same degree, you actually have to pace yourself and give yourself uh, breaks in between it. 
so that way you can revisit it. Otherwise, you just keep your threshold, your tolerance really high. And so you're constantly having to push it, spend more money, um, depending on your drug of choice. Uh, you may have to be engaging in some uh, shady activities in order to get a get a hold of it. Um, and it, and it's and it's just like yeah, there has to be a certain level of of reflection and and you know what I'm saying on the drugs and you know people being able to feel that they can acknowledge that they have a problem and and knowing that they'll be, that they, knowing that they'll be able to transition uh, out of that state of mind and that behavior and into something better. But of course, that takes the coming together of so many other different, you know, forces. Talking about employment, talking about mental health, talking about, um, uh, talking about, you know, like police surveillance and whatnot, and interactions with law enforcement and and the justice system and all that, and what the priorities of prisons and and people within different facets of society have in either perpetuating the situation or just punishing people who engage in the activities. Um, so a lot of things need to come together and it's like, I'm kind of glad and I'm really grateful and lucky that it was just fun for me that I was able to engage and try these things out and enjoyed myself, you know, whatever, I didn't spend too much money. I didn't, you know, saying put myself in a, in danger besides being caught with the shit, um, you know, and, and just being able to, you know, do that and just, and, and, and really the thing about drugs is, and this is where you get more and so into like psychedelics, mushrooms and acid. Um, I haven't tried special K or ketamine, um, but I, that, well, that's a tranquilizer, not technically a psychedelic. Uh, although, yeah, I don't know what the effects, I don't know if the effects are, are similar. But just as far as mushrooms and, and LSD, the psychedelics, they were instrumental in helping to change, because they do literally change the physical structure of your brain. Um, I mean, all, I mean, almost all drugs do that, but the way in which, which like special K and psychedelics and, and psychedelics do is that they have a very positive effect. They would help, uh, people get over addictions to other drugs. As a matter of fact, they help people deal with PTSD. They help people deal, um, you know, so obviously with physical pain and distress and discomfort and whatnot. Right. And the biggest thing for me when I first tried was, you know, dabbling with, with, with these different drugs and whatnot is that when it came to like the mushrooms and the acid, those particular drugs were really influential in helping change just my whole outlook on life and the way that, that I reflect and just the way that I think, you know, being sober because acid and shrooms, at least for me, is not something I could do, you know, too many times a year. I might do it, you know, you might want to do it two or three times a year. That's, that's just me though. You know, just because just because it's a very intense uh, emotional and psychological experience, you know, and I don't like to toy around uh, with that shit. Everybody has that limit. And, you know, they they help me reflect on death. They help me reflect on my ego and what my place is in, in the universe and within the various circles in which I navigate in makes you you know, really reflect on what is it that you're doing out of conditioning or out of, you know, just because you've done it a thousand times before and what is it you're doing because you want to be doing it and what are some things that you want to be doing but you haven't yet and why? And just really, you know, helping you come to grips with who and what you are, why you've done the thing that you, why you've done the things that you, that you've done and what it's really going to take in order to take things to the next level, you know? 
And I'm not somebody who's going to be out there telling you, yeah, you have to go and try drugs. You have to do this, blah, blah, blah. I hate those motherfuckers. All I'm saying is that if you know me and you want to try some drugs or whatever, I would hope that you feel comfortable enough in being able to come to me and ask me or letting me know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just because I, I feel like I have a good amount of experience. I feel like I have a good amount of self-restraint and, um, and I've seen it, I've seen it go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Which, which is, which is, yes, even though I can enjoy myself, you know, with some cannabis and alcohol and a little bit of alcohol, I barely drink anymore. It's mostly just weed these days. But, um, you, you, you know, it's, 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 it's a balancing act. And there are a lot of people that even when it comes to weed, cannabis and alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Uh, very quickly go over the edge or just constantly keeping such a high threshold, such a high tolerance that they don't, they don't realize that they've, or maybe they do, or yeah, they don't, they don't realize that they've made themselves kind of, you know, in a way dependent, you know what I'm saying, on this drug, just because it doesn't have the same consequences as opiates or alcohol or, um, or that it, if it doesn't have the same effect as like, you know, s- speed or opiates or muscle relaxers, then it's not doing, you know, some type of harm. It's like, no, it's not doing that level of harm, not that degree of harm, but you being in a, you know, it, it does affect your state of mind. You know what I'm saying? It does affect your mood. It affects your appetite. It affects your sleeping patterns and whatnot. You know, if you have to go without it, um, you know, and you can feel very stressed and, and, and anxious, you know, you're not going to overdose. You're not going to uh, die if you quit cold turkey. Um, but but there's still so many people who I see who just they're just they're just constantly in a haze or they're just overstimulated. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like sometimes you just got to deal with reality. I know it's, it's it fucking sucks. And it's, I know I sound like a Republican right now. You know, it just takes personal responsibility and stuff. It's like, but no, but there's there's a balancing act to all this shit. And it's not. It's not looking down on anyone to say that, hey, maybe what you just need to do is just step away from the drugs for a little bit. Find some other activities to put your energy and your time and your mental space into. Um, give yourself new definition. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself new objectives besides just getting high, you know? And this is for somebody, if you see that, if you see that, you know, you use drugs, some type of drug on a regular basis and you believe that and you believe that because of the effect on your body or your your mental emotional state that it is a negative influence and you want to change and you want to change so you know that that's what it is you have to put more energy and focus into something else because you have to reprogram your mind into into finding pleasure from other from other activities or other stimuli you know but if you're is is it's but also you know there's that capacity for you to be able to confront things like death acceptance like being able to confront uh how the world actually works how human beings actually function how you function you know and um and allow and and the thing is allowing for yourself to Allowing for your, allowing for your, basically, a lot of the boundaries and shit that you put up, a lot of the walls that come up, you'll be able to recognize them more so when you're sober. You know, it's like you'll, you'll be, you'll be high and shit in space and shit, and you think like, wow, I didn't realize that I was looking at things this way, or I didn't realize that this is something that's been more so of a pressure from outside forces as opposed to something I really want to do, and that the thought of having to go back and do it, it all of a sudden now induces a lot of anxiety. 
and or distress. And so, and that's very real and that's a very valuable experience and it could go wrong. You could have a bad trip. You could take a bad, you know, the substance couldn't be manufactured or developed properly. So there's always a risk, but I, um, I, I, I see what the rewards could be and they've been very beneficial for me and not just, you know, being like, oh yeah, I got so fucked up. I got so high. I was, but you know, whatever I was peaking, blah, blah, blah. That's okay. Whatever. That's surface level. Okay, it's like, yeah, of course that's going to happen. That's actually just a sign that um, you got a good batch and that you probably aren't going to die, hopefully. All right, now we get to the last subject. And uh, yeah, I love this. This list I have, I have almost 30 subjects that I was going to talk about, but I'm glad that I've kind of just really stuck to like the six or seven or just for the, especially for the solo cast. Um, Because sometimes, you know, I'm clearly just, just, it's it's like sometimes even though you go through stuff in your head and you think about it for days or even weeks, when it comes time to actually you know say it out loud, you may realize that that certain points don't don't aren't as uh, cohesive as you anticipated they'd be. So it's like on the cuff you have to find a different way of expressing ideas and communicating information. And you know for me it's 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 just fun. To me this is sport. You know what I'm saying. Um, like the act of just talking and having to express myself and how to put my ideas into into you know recognizable speech and <laughs> you know a conversation. I, I I enjoy the challenge of that. You know I just enjoy that as a recreational activity. 